Hi, readers. I'm Jordan. And I'm Katie. And welcome to Not Another Heroine, the podcast where we break down the best and worst fictional heroines, those swashbuckling ladies who have to work a little harder than expected for their happy ending. Want to see what's next on our TBR list? Subscribe to us on YouTube or follow us on Instagram for a sneak peek at upcoming content or to help us pick our next book. It's the pick of the week. Ooh. <laughs> I just, it happened. <laughs> you kind of postured, to, postured yourself the way like uh, like a seagull postures. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm going somewhere. Like you, your shoulders went back. You like caught up. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. It kind of did feel like it like caught out of my mouth. So <laughs> yeah, and appropriate. It was cute though. <sighs> Thanks. I'm running out of ideas. I think I need something like somber and emo-y soon. We'll wait for the seasonal depression to like kick in and then oh, it'll be perfect. Yeah, we'll have a few darker, <laughs> much darker episodes. Yeah. But this is a different pick of the week episode from our normal because mm-hmm. we're doing a follow-up. Yeah. And it's a follow-up of both of our picks. So the last two weeks, um, we had Jordan's pick, Assistant to the Villain by Mayer. Oh, you remember? I didn't remember this one. I think it's Hannah, Hannah Mayer thing. Oh, yeah. It's right in front of me. Hannah Nicole Mayer. <laughs> <laughs> and then my pick of the week was The X-Hex by Aaron Sterling. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Um, uh, okay. So The X-Hex at least was very mid. It, yeah. Mid. Mid. Which is so apt for so many books now. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's not terrible, but it's not particularly great. It's not going to keep you up at night. Yeah. Which is like a bummer because I had heard so much good stuff about this book and it was like the spooky vibes. I'm like, this is perfect. I did watch that movie that you said was like a... Oh, Practical Magic? Yeah. Did you like it? Kind of. I was very confused. Like the plot was like going everywhere. <laughs> like they murdered some guy and then there was like oh, some like Southern yeah. detective that came. I don't remember much about the movie because it's been several years. Yeah. But- so that was better. So if you want something spooky, <laughs> just, just like use the time instead of reading the XX and then just watch that movie. <laughs> oh, that's rough. It's, I will say, okay, so if you have like a bunch of kids or like dogs that you're babysitting and like your attention can't be like drawn into something, this is a great book because it's like I was reading it the whole time. I wasn't, you know, like immersed, which has never happened before with a book ever in my life. So this was a not fun experience well normally books like that are the books that i put down and don't come back to yeah ever again just because like why we like we read to get immersed in the story and feel like a sense of escape Mm -hmm. so what's the point yeah the point was i wanted to have something to talk about today (laughs) (laughs) that's about it well and i I think books like that one though are super popular right now yeah and they're getting a lot of traction everywhere and it's just it's disappointing when they're disappointing yeah because i kind of feel like uh have you ever read like beach reads i've um, tried it's like chiclet yeah. it's like women like one way to trigger me call anything women's fiction like yeah. are you fucking kidding me it's just what does that mean it's <laughs> fiction right uh it doesn't matter who you are you can read it yeah but yeah beach reads are that yeah meant to be casual and but it's weird because this is like an autumn, like I'm not going to sit on the beach when it's yeah. cold and rainy with like rain boots on and read this. It's almost like for people who, because I know some people, like some people just aren't readers, mm-hmm. right? Like, so maybe a more standard reading experience is just reading and not getting immersed in it. I could see that. So if that's yeah. how you approach books, maybe. Yeah, this would be a fun one if that's the way you, that you read things. But I also don't know if like 
our readers, if that's them. No, I don't think so. Maybe if you're like recommending a book to someone you know that maybe doesn't read a lot. Like if you're recommending a book to your mom. Yeah, because the spicy like smutty scenes in this are like pretty like, I was going to say dry, which is such a gross. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) That was the grossest word I could have picked. Oh, Katie. Uh, Like, (laughs) what's the opposite of smutty? (laughs) (laughs) Not the opposite of dry. Uh, Just like not much going on, like not spicy. Bland? Bland, I guess. It's kind of like a fade to black almost. Like there's a couple of like kind of naughty scenes, but like nothing um, in comparison to the other book that we just attempted to read. um, We'll talk about that book. (laughs) Stay tuned, readers, for a few more weeks. Yeah, we have a surprise for you. Yeah, it's not a good surprise though. (laughs) Um. So yeah, the X Hex. uh, It was kind of mid. I am on the lookout though for other spooky reads that are kind of like contemporary romance. So if you have any recommendations, like please let me know. Jordan and I just went to Barnes and Noble uh, the other day. And I was about to say for similar books, isn't like you picked up that Meg Cabot book. Mm-hmm. It, that struck me as very similar to the XX, at least in premise. Yeah. So I'm hoping that and I don't remember What's it what called? it's called. Uh, let's look it up. Something Meg similar to the XX, Cabot. I think. It's uh, Enchanted to Meet You, a Witches of West Harbor novel. I don't know where West harbor is, is i feel like i'm supposed place? to know maybe because i also thought that meg cabot wrote those books about like the it girls but apparently not because she just wrote the princess diary she um so she has a couple other pen names though so she writes oh. under um patricia cabot is her historical romance pen name what sidebar <laughs> <laughs> there is a book called educating caroline oh. which she wrote under patricia cabot it's fucking adorable uh-huh. i love it it's one of my like I don't remember what it's about, but I remember loving it so much that it's in my top, like, dang. Top books. Okay. Okay. Huh. Because she wrote, I I did read Airhead. Did you ever read that? No. And then, like, um, there was another one, Being Nikki. It's like body swap things, but like, she's like a model. Anyways, I was like, I trust Meg Cabot weirdly so we'll see how this goes so at least that one's on my list but if you have other ones i want some like spooky reads but like contemporary romance spooky reads um i want to say sally thorne wrote like a frankenstein one okay okay i tried to read it i couldn't get into it oh uh uh-oh so maybe someone else likes it though but it is definitely like this it's a Mm. spooky rom-com Rom kiom. <laughs> it's always the, the first recording of the day is yeah. always rough. Yeah, that's fair. Was assistant to the villain also mid? Um, I think I'll have to go with it. Go with mid as a rating because yeah. I haven't finished it yet. Oh, okay. So that tells me everything I need to I know. know. And I want to finish it. It's not yeah. that it's bad. It's just kind of predictable. Yeah, which is fine. Like we pick up these books because they're predictable. So I'm like halfway through it. Like I got another. 100 pages in mm-hmm. and it's you meet some more characters the villain is charming he's got some interesting siblings that are clearly being set up for their own storylines oh which fine yeah <laughs> it's just i think the the heroine is such a caricature of cute but sassy tropes oh that gets kind of hard to read sometimes yeah it's like she's always cute and sassy and snarky mm. and it's fine, but it gets old after a while mm-hmm. because we've seen that girl in a movie or in a TV show over and over and over yeah. again. It's like, do people really behave that way in real life? Yeah. Which I'm sure there are. Like, 
I'm sure. But it's also like that's exhausting. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I'm tired of reading about <laughs> yeah. it. So how was the villain putting up with this for, for a while? I will say that the author does this like banter and tension building and like romance building without throwing a bunch of sex in mm. really well. So that's it's nice. all of the these like intimate moments between wonder what that could be um so the author does these interactions between evie the heroine and the villain where they're always interacting with each other there's always this romantic tension but there's not a lot of like like it's not overt mm. so like they have a professional relationship but there's this underlying simmering chemistry that they both feel but aren't talking about Ooh. See, that's kind of nice because the ex-hex, like the promise is they hooked up, you know, like 10 years ago and now they're back to, or they're like located together, working on oh. an adventure together. So it's annoying because like most of the fun chemistry stuff like happened off page and mm -hmm. now it's just like, oh my God, I still think he's hot and like, but there's no tension really. Yeah. And that's a, that's a must, mm -hmm. I think in any, in any book, you need yeah. tension, whether it's like a positive, they're friends and it's going to morph into something else with their enemies and mm -hmm. it will morph into something else. They need you need the tension mm -hmm. to keep the i guess book going yeah so i mean that's kind of an assistant to the villain and i feel like if you're perhaps a younger reader mm. this is definitely i think geared towards adults but oh, i think interesting i think it would appeal to younger readers because of maybe the characters yeah they kind of feel like is wrote a word yeah okay they feel wrote is that the right let me like google define this because i don't <laughs> think that's right I think it's close to right, though. Mechanical or habitual repetition yeah, that's, of something? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's spot on. Aww. Well done, Katie. <laughs> Rob would be so proud. <laughs> what do you know? We're kind of, we're getting words here and there. Uh -huh. We're improving. We're Occasionally. <laughs> As we were just listening to the previous episode oh, for Master no. of Crows, where I said, bidet, Gianna. <laughs> uh, yeah. We're, 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 we're doing there, it. We're here. Um, yeah. So yeah. assistant to the villain is also along the same lines as far as like how I would rate it, mm -hmm. it right up there with the XX as far as less than impressive. <sighs> That's kind of bummer because the XX too, I was expecting something a little bit more spooky and they have the scene that like they had to, so a ghost like got rid of its bindings because of the whole like the town is infected now mm -hmm. with the bad juju magic words are hard. And that was like kind of spooky, but like not really. Like they could have made it way creepier and then like added in the like, you know, very like October witchy autumn vibes. But it was like a very like made for TV ABC movie. Ugh. And I was like, what? Like give me something a little bit spookier. Come on. So there is a like a spooky ish series. Um, I can't remember the author. It's called the Mediator series. And I know I've talked about it before. Yeah. But it's about a like a mediator who can see ghosts and help the, helps them to the afterlife. Oh, like a a medium? Yeah. Oh, but okay. it's called the mediator. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> and the character is this very uh, spoiled, popular girl type, like obsessed with shoes and name brand purses and stuff. Oh. But she's sassy and strong and like not your average like teen heroine. Yeah. Um, and her romance is with this hundred-year-old ghost who's trapped in the house that she moves into with her uh, family. Okay, okay, okay. I'm kind of <laughs> listening. I'm intrigued. I think it's like four or five books. They're all oh, very yeah. short. I remember loving it as like a 13-year-old. Yeah. Like, So if you're a younger reader again, or you're an adult reader and want to revisit your youth, <laughs> that's fair. Uh, that's, uh, a, that's a fun, that spooky. Like, yeah, that sounds like a fun premise. Because even like... Divine Rivals. So at Jordan's recommendation, I started reading this oh. book. 
She just did the funniest, like, whole body, like, <laughs> shimmy. <laughs> That was awesome. Um, <laughs> what I was doing. I started reading Divine Rivals and like for whatever reason that kind of gives me spooky vibes. Like it's set in like World War One S alternate universe. Yeah, the violence and the brewing war always in the background. Yeah. And uh she just made it to like the war front at where I started. So it's like that kind of spooky tension of like everything's dark and like they're trying to find this house, but like they have to be really quiet and everything's Aww. like deserted. It's like that's spooky. Yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. But like, why is this book that's not really intended to be spookier, like spookier than this one that's literally called the XX and the Witches? <laughs> I know. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if I would recommend it to people, but if you're maybe like doing something that requires attention, but you also want to read at the same time, you can read the XX. But like, that's about it. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> that's depressing. But I don't know. We tried. Yeah, we did. But uh, from our shelf to yours that actually that, works this week yeah it does but it felt weird it does yeah well but, yeah we'll go with it <laughs> sure we'll see you on the next page <laughs> <laughs> will we maybe